I don't want my children to get killed in the mosh pit, so... Hello, and welcome to another episode of Roll Like a Girl. Hi, uh, my name is Nikki. I'm playing uh, Tam, the Dragonborn Ranger. Hi, I'm Sarah, and I play Charmaine, a halfling life cleric. Hi, my name is Lauren, and I play Mima, a lightfoot halfling rogue. Hello, I'm Livy, and I play Gronk, a goblin, wild magic sorcerer, I think. Yeah. And I'm Theron, your benevolent dungeon master. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> uh, Nikki, it is your turn to do a recap, I believe. Yep, yep, that's me. Cool beans. All right, uh, last week on Roll Like a Girl, episode three of season two, um, we are still at the Crab Festival because we just can't get enough of it. Um, Tam and Gronk decide to run in the charity 5K race because <laughs> Gronk wants a thing she can turn in for monetary reward to buy the crab from Magni. <laughs> um, it all goes very poorly. Um, Tam places third and gets a magic pot and Gronk gets put in jail. So, you know. <laughs> um, and we, at the end of the evening, listening to the great Dan de Leon's um, actually very political concert there at the end of the night. And um, we all went our separate ways for the evening, promising to come back in the morning to get Gronk out of jail. Great. Thank you. Um, I think the only thing that I would like to mention other than that is that during the 5K, Mima went off to buy purple paint and made a purple crab to trick Gronk with. <laughs> I did. Mima is caring for the purple crab. I did pretty good on like this. I think I think I did pretty good. <laughs> you did pretty well. I'm remembering a, a dirty 20. Yeah. <laughs> there was one somewhere. That's such a weird phrase. Okay, so I have you all on this beautiful desert nightscape uh, because the day the, the day of the crab festival is pretty much finished, but we still have some things to settle before you all go to sleep. Namely, where is everyone sleeping tonight? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, Tam's going to go back to the inn she's been staying at with her cousin, but she did promise to meet the girls back in the morning to get Gronk out of the drunk tank, so... Are you, like, so that's good, but Charlie and Mima, like, what's your deal? <laughs> um, I'm gonna see if I can convince Mima to stay at the same tavern that I'm staying, or the same inn that I'm staying at, we'll we'll go have these on rooms, maybe? Mima? That's <laughs> not a bad idea. But... I've left all my stuff up there, and I've paid for one more night. So I think I'm going to stay at this other inn that I've had reserved. Really? You're not going to stay with me, Mima? No. Start crying, <laughs> Charlie. Start crying. <laughs> she is. She's going to get the puppy dog oh, eyes on. Oh, shit. But, Mima, I've looked for you for Wait. a long time. And... Mima, roll a charisma save. 
It's a good thing Meemaw's a little bit charismatic. Oh no. Twelve. Okay, what do you say, Charlie? I just, I'm by myself in this tavern, and and my only (laughs) friend that I made there is in jail tonight, and... And I'm just oh, a little oh, lonely. No. I just miss my meat. Well, come stay with me, darling. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Meemaw's here. If she, like, will pats her. With, <laughs> will you go with me back to my tavern so I can collect my things? Of course, Charlie. Thanks, Thanks let's go. <laughs> God damn it, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Charlie and Meemaw, I guess, will go back to Charlie's tavern where she'll collect her things and then follow Meemaw to hers. Okay. Based on what I'm remembering, Gronk and Tam were staying in the same tavern, so I guess Charlie was too now. Great. Um, Gronk and Charlie were staying at the same inn. It was never okay. determined which one I was staying at, so cool. I can be at that same one. I just had to be at the fair early. Okay, uh, right, I, I had totally remembered that wrong. Uh, no, you guys can be in different places, that's totally cool. So you all go back home, uh, and then in the morning, we're going to start with Charlie. Um, Charlie, you wake up with a start from just a terrible dream. Uh, you, you feel like you're choking, and your eyes are briefly dazzled as if there was this immensely bright light uh and i sent you the con the text of the dream uh, yeah and we-, we decided to keep these things secret so if yeah. you have any questions for me you can send me a dm but right now there is a knock at your and Mima's door she's gonna jump a little scared um and try to like compose herself Okay. Um, is Mima awake to answer the door, or is it just me right now? Uh, Mima, roll a perception check. <laughs> Not nice. the, the the knock wakes up Mima. She's pretty uh, a light sleeper because she is on the run. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> she's grandmotherly. It's yeah, the she, mother's intuition. She's old. <laughs> they wake so, yeah, up Mima so early. <laughs> Uh, Charlie will uh, I got it Meemaw oh thank you dear and she goes and just creaks the door open she doesn't open it fully Um, as she's doing that Meemaw's gonna like grab a dagger and just like grab one of her knitting needles (laughs) and uh, just kind of keep it close to her just for a moment okay cool Uh, so you open the door and you see uh, your innkeeper her name, you know, is Nura. Um, she is like a beautiful black hijabi woman. With and, and this morning she has this wonderful red shawl wrapped around her head. She looks like she's kind of in her best clothes. Uh, like everything is clean and it looks like she ironed and everything. Uh, and she says, ah, um, Good morning, miss. I just wanted to let you know that if you don't come down for breakfast now, there won't be any, because we're all going to see the execution soon. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry, what was her name again? It was, it's Nora. Nora. Thank you, Nora. 
Uh, you're welcome. Uh, we will we will be down shortly. Uh, and she sort of bows her head and she moves on to the next door. Okay. And Charlie like rubs her face as she closes the door, like trying to wake up a little. She goes, uh, meanwhile, there's a, if we don't go get breakfast now, uh, yes, we're screwed. Yes, I've heard. <laughs> I heard her. I'm getting up. Oh, it's old <laughs> <laughs> She stretches. <laughs> <laughs> I know, meanwhile, we'll we'll find a nice bathhouse later and soak in the tub or something. How how are you feeling today? Did you sleep well, my dear? I'm feeling a little sick. Oh no, my, my throat is a little sore. It's the pollen, isn't it? Oh, wait, there's no pollen. We're like in <laughs> the no desert. There's no pollen here, meanwhile. Oh, or, I'm um, sorry. From the concert last night, you know, Come here, let me let me check your cheering. temperature. Come here, <laughs> Charlie. We'll just walk over and let <laughs> me and do the thing. <laughs> and she's like touching her forehead, like you know, checking see if she has a fever or any of that stuff. You know, well, let me let's get some tea then, shall we? That sounds good. Let's go downstairs and and get you some fresh tea. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And Charlie will pack up her things for the day and uh, head downstairs with Meemaw. Okay, cool. Um, Meemaw's going to take care of the crap. Like, she's going to feed it and all that jazz. And um... Oh, she still has. Oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> cool. I, okay, yeah. I forgot about that. So what I'm picturing is you, you take care of this crab and then you sort of bring it down with you and sit it next to you on the table while you're eating your breakfast. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, there are a couple of kids at the inn because pretty much everyone is down here right now. It's like an early breakfast and everyone is eating because they want their breakfast that came included with the price of their hotel room uh <laughs> and there are a couple of kids who come over and they like want to play with your crab oh no this is a special crab you see i can't just let anyone play with it you touch it and the paint comes off you see <laughs> <laughs> no, no no that's right on Okay. They look they look a little crestfallen, but they their their parents call them back to their table and are like, Don't don't bother that old woman. She looks tired. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh and then basically Tam, your innkeeper does exactly the same thing. They come, they wake you up earlier than you would like, uh, and say, If you wanna eat, eat now. If not, do what you like. We're all going to the execution in like forty five minutes. <laughs> Sure. Um, Tam's going to get a big old plate of food, like three or four servings worth of food, and eat all of it. Just stuff her face. She got to recover from all that running she did yesterday, which was the worst, so. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Uh, Gronk. Hello. (laughs) You also get awakened early um, by your cellmate puking. Uh, as you do and, yeah and good then morning. the I guards am wrong. do you feel okay <laughs> uh, they just sort of go like uh, uh, uh not really oh uh, i am sorry and the guard uh comes over and swears uh oh. and is like okay you, you you're the little one your time is up uh and they start unlocking the door they seem sort of uh 
frazzled by the fact that they have to clean up now. Um, they let you out. They take you to the desk. They, like, stamp a piece of paperwork and then tear a top sheet off and hand you a carbon copy. <laughs> uh, and you are now free to go. Have a good day, sir. Goodbye. <laughs> right, you, you have a good day, too, uh, little little one. <laughs> Uh, you, you, you can tell by the look that he is giving you that he is like, I I see this wig. I'm not sure if this is a boy or a girl goblin. So little one it is. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, big one. <laughs> <laughs> I think that he smiles at that. Uh, and you can uh, do whatever you like now. Uh, Gronk's gonna waddle back to the inn. Okay. Her friends were supposed to collect her in the morning, but they're not here. So she's gonna waddle back to the inn. Yeah, you got let out a lot earlier than Ah. uh, expected. Um, So you waddle back to the inn, and I'm gonna say that basically they are just finishing up eating as you get there. Hello. Oh, no, they're not there, are they? No. No, no, they're at a different inn. You get back to your inn and there is no one there. Huh. Oh, I thought Tam and... No, we're at oh, a, we're at a different, no, inn. different inn. Different oh, inn. Oh, we're all over so the place. We're... They're not oh. there, but I'm going to assume that they will head over quickly after they've finished eating, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you head over back to your inn like, ah, Gronk! <laughs> <laughs> and Gronk, I'm going to say that they don't show up for probably ten minutes. Aww. How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> Gronk is sad. <laughs> but Gronk grabs her stuff and gets ready to go. Cool. Uh, so what are you guys what are you guys doing? Are you gonna go to the execution? Are you gonna do something else? Um, as soon as we find Gronk, Meemaw's oh. gonna produce Oh Gronk, I have something for you. And she's you gonna do. hold up the crab that's painted <gasps> purple. <laughs> okay, purple crab? Uh, Gronk roll an investigation check. <laughs> Please, please don't do good. <laughs> oh, man. I have plus four on investigation, so 11. Oh, oh 11. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, you believe, you, you can obviously tell that this isn't the purple crab that you had seen before, purple but crab. it certainly seems to be a purple crab. <gasps> yes. <clears throat> I'm going to hug me so tight. Oh, no. And she's going to get a little teary-eyed. And she's going to go, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And she's going to take the purple crab. Oh, no. I feel so bad now. (laughs) (laughs) Regret. So much. (laughs) Oh, you're welcome, dearie. She's going to pet her purple crab. Okay. And she's Um, happy and content. Great. Then I think um, we're going to go to the execution because it seems like the whole town's emptying out to go watch this. It'd be Basically, we- It'd yeah. be weird if we didn't go too. It seems like everyone in the inn scarfs down their meal and as uh, Mima and Charlie are heading off to the original inn that Charlie was staying at, everyone else is pouring towards the Coliseum. 
um, which is in basically its own district of the city. Okay. Uh, so you guys head over there. You follow the crowds. It is, um, I'd say that it's like tr- busy traffic, basically, on foot. Uh, you, you can weave through people or you can just sort of slowly move along in the big river. Um, but when you get to the Colosseum, it is a huge thing. Um, basically, what I'm personally picturing is a cross between the Colosseum in Rome and Fenway Park in Boston, but you can use oh, whatever big outdoor sporting stadium you're familiar with. It's like a big building, and most of it is an open uh, stadium. What's it called? An amphitheater? Yeah. Uh with seating for like maybe 30,000 people, it's big. Uh, not, not as big as the Colosseum in Rome, based on my research, but big. Uh, and also there are, inside, there are these rows of shops and places to get a bite to eat and restrooms and stuff like that. Okay. Charlie wants to make her way towards the spot she had seen last night from the point of view. Okay. If it's possible to get there, it sounds like it's really packed, but she wants to try and get as close as she can. It's really packed, and you guys will have to buy tickets first, basically. Um, That's not like a difficult process, but you have to wait in line. Um, And as you're waiting, you're standing next to um, a group of protesters. There are probably about 20 people near the gates, um, and they are... They're picketing. They have signs, and they're picketing. Um, They're... They're... Their message isn't really clear enough for a chant to go through, but you get the impression after standing there for about 10 or 15 minutes that some of them are protesting capital punishment, like in general, Mm -hmm. and some of them are protesting like the concept of this big spectacle of a public execution. Yeah, where they're they're charging for seats? That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's not expensive. You can get in for a few copper, but they charge for seats. I think that the um, the reasoning on that is to make sure that they don't overfill the place. They're profiting off of someone's death. Oh they are God. indeed. <laughs> uh, uh, Mima's not very happy about this, actually. She's very okay. mm, squirming about it. Yeah, Charlie doesn't like the idea of it either, but she'll get tickets. She'll get her ticket to be close to where she saw last night. Okay, yeah, it is, as I said, it's a couple copper. Like, you don't even have to mark it down. It's something that you can easily afford. Um, And there are many people of all types uh, making their way in from, like, the richest lords to the poorest slaves, and they're all standing in this line. Uh, and it seems like you can pay extra to get a really good seat, which is kind of gross as well. Um, and the general mood mood is almost like a circus. It's like a big spectacle. There are a lot of people who just like Nora are clearly wearing their best clothing. Um, and there are people selling shit like programs and pins and ribbons and stuff as mementos. Oh my God. (laughs) Uh, and once you actually get inside there are people selling food and there are carts and vendors that are basically taking the opportunity of all these people gathering to make just a little bit more money now that the festival is over i may Um, regret eating extra breakfast Hmm. (laughs) do we know why this person's getting executed uh treason treason yeah that's the uh roll and investigation check 20 
Okay, so your investigation was 20. You you basically ask around and you get the idea that there are a lot of things that this person was tried for. Uh, And if you wanted to purchase a program or ask somebody to see theirs, you can get the specifics on it. Or uh, you get the idea that it is, it's like the charges are read out as part of the ceremony so you can just sort of wait. Can I try to like lift a program from someone who bought one? <laughs> yeah, definitely do a sleight of hand. Okay. If um, Charlie can point out to me where she wants to go, I can attempt to strong arm our way over there. Okay. Oh, she'll definitely do that. Just because I'm bigger than all of you. So Mima on an 11, uh, I'm going to say that you don't really find a good opportunity. Everybody who okay. has a program looks like they basically have their nose in it right now. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, so you're not going to like get in trouble for a failed sleight of hand. You just can't okay, find anything. Okay, that's fine. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Harley, uh, what you saw was basically there was a, a gallows set up in the center of the Coliseum, um, and there was sort of a um, like a roped off area, probably like 50 or 60 feet across all around it. Um, and then there were people standing in the crowd around there, um, not like as many people as there will be in the seats, but there were they allow in um, like family members and stuff like that to be in that area so you basically if you wanted to get there you'd have to make your way into the actual like staging area um i would probably not do that i would be respectful of the family's boundaries um but i would stand as close to the rope as possible and start looking or try to start looking for um some of the people that i'd seen in my vision last night okay um roll a perception check 13 13. Okay. You see, uh, sort of in that area, there's a pretty big group um, that, that is sort of going in. It looks like there's sort of a whole, a whole, it's, it's basically like, you know, all of the people from your town who, if you died tragically, would go to your funeral. Yeah. Uh, there's a big group of people like that who are being allowed to get that close. So you're having a little bit of trouble picking out the exact mm-hmm. faces. Um, but you know the general area that they are or will be in. Okay. Okay. Um, are you going to stand, ladies, or are you going to make it to seats? I'll stand. Uh, that's fine. I, I'll i stay with Charlie. Um Okay. But I won't. I'll I'll crouch down so I'm not like blocking people behind me from view. Okay. Yeah. Bronk is gonna kind of scuttle up to the highest place she can get. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's it's a very big, tall place, and the higher you want to go, kind of the easier it is in terms of like the the highest seats are the nosebleed section, the cheapest place to sit. Um, oh, I meant like. In terms of, like, sitting on the back of a chair near the people she's with. Oh, okay. Like, trying to get a better <laughs> view. Uh, let's see. Well, what I'm basically picturing, because Tam is sort of hunkering down, is there's, there's like, a you're basically standing near a handicapped area. So you could 
um, basically sit or stand on a railing that's sort of in front of the first row of people sitting if you wanted to get higher. Or you could like sit on Tam's shoulders. Yes. If she lets you. Please. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. I will happily boost Gronk up there onto my shoulder. <laughs> okay. That's adorable. Uh, Mima, what are you where are you going? Uh wherever Charlie is. I'm sticking close to her. Okay. Cool. I'm not um, running from her this time. I'm sticking close to her. That's nice. I kind of am picturing there now that crouched down with Gronk on one shoulder. I low key have my arms out around Charlie and Mima to kind of keep them in my personal space bubble. <laughs> okay. It's the protection circle. Yeah. Um, to make sure that they don't get um, rustled or yeah knocked over or anything like that. That's that's reasonable, but it because it is kind of like you're at a punk show. There are people everywhere. I don't um, want my children to get bedlam. killed in the mosh pit. So, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Tim. Okay, um, so you guys basically wait. Is there anything that you want to discuss as you're waiting? Do you want to find somebody to talk to or anything like that? No, um, I think Mima's gonna keep an eye out for any guards making her their way towards her or anything she's a little paranoid about that actually okay there are a lot of guards around um roll a perception check oop that was performance um 17 okay uh with a 17 there are a lot of guards around um and they're sort of trying to keep some semblance of order basically they don't if, if something bad were to happen in here, they want it to be organized enough that people don't start getting trampled. So they're sort of going around asking people to take seats and breaking up like big clumps that are blocking walkways and stuff like that. But you guys are off to the side enough that they okay. don't bother you. Um, and they are all pretty busy as okay, far as I, you can I, tell. Yeah. Cool. I figured as much, but she is paranoid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, anybody else? Nope, I'm ready to I'm ready to wait. Okay. I'll take the silent I'll take the silences. We're good. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. So um you see uh sort of there is I'm gonna say actually there's like a bell that rings to sort of signal like it's starting. Like sort of how uh, at a at a show at the intermission they flash the lights to say it's time to get back to your seats there's like a a quiet bell that signals that it's time to sit down and get ready um and you see being led out to the scaffolding there is a there, there's a man who's dressed in all white um and he is leading a woman um she looks kind of gross uh, she looks like she hasn't had uh, the opportunity to shower in like at least a week. Um, her hair is kind of matted. She is, but you can still tell that she was kind of beautiful before this happened. She has really long, dark black hair um, in these twists. Um, and she has dark skin um, and she like holds herself well she, she stands up straight you would expect somebody who's being led to their execution to be sort of reluctant or something like that but she's not she's just sort of calmly walking um and her hands are behind her back you don't even realize right away that they're bound there because it looks like she that's just how she's standing um 
So this man in all white, he leads her up to the scaffolding and stands her where she needs to be. Um, and he gives a speech. Um, it's something along the lines of, let it be known to all that this woman, Michelle of Three Groves Farmstead, is a known traitor to the Empire. And he gives a list of her crimes, and they include espionage, conspiracy, and an assault on the Emperor. Um, and as he's talking, a lot of booing and shouting comes from the crowd, mostly from the people around you all, the common folk. Um, you see that the nobles aren't really getting into it that way. They're just sort of watching rapt. This does correspond sort of, though, with the end of the performance from last night, right? The weird shadow play? Yeah, it does. Uh, you, you get the idea that it was probably depicting this assault on the emperor that uh, just from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so then... The execution happens. Uh, they they put her, They ask her if she has any last words, and she sort of smiles and shakes her head. And they put a noose around her neck, and somebody pulls a lever, uh, and the floor drops out from beneath her. But then all of you, uh, I'd like you to make constitution saves. Um, as that happens, there is a just a huge bright white light that fills the area. Um, I got a 20. I got a 6. (laughs) 19 here. Okay. Um, So all of you, your eyes, they hurt. You close them and you sort of block the light out. Um, Mima, um, you are effectively blinded for the next 10 minutes. (laughs) Oh, shit. The rest of you, (laughs) the rest of you, uh, like, you can still sort of make out shapes around you. But you are um your eyes are in pain and it's just not clearing as quickly as it does for the others the rest of you um you blink a few times and you sort of have like a headache building in the back of your head Mm -hmm. but um you're, you're fine you can you can see fine um and what you see is that on the scaffolding where this woman michelle was there is now nobody. Gronk is clapping. Magic! <laughs> oh, I'm blind. Oh, shit. <laughs> She's grabbing onto, like, whoever, like, probably Tam's arm. Just like, sure. oh, oh, God. <laughs> um, is the man in white still up there on the stage? Uh, I'm going to roll for him. The man on the stage, you can see that he's sort of on his knees and he's rubbing his eyes. Um, and he can tell that there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and there, are, you also are starting to see guards running out. Um, and in the audience, in the crowd, there's probably like 10 full seconds of just like shocked silence, um, except for the people, the, the noises of the people who have lost their vision and are just like, what's happening? <laughs> Uh, there, so there's it's it's very quiet as people realize what happened, and then it starts getting louder and louder. Um, and I think it is basically 
going to be that emergency situation now. It's like bedlam. People are rushing around. There are guards everywhere shouting. Um, and people are basically on the lookout for this person who either has disappeared uh, with magic or who has done something to flee um, justice. Damn, you probably need to get us out, darling. Okay. Um, yes, I will uh, stand back up and keep Gronk on my shoulder. I've got Mima, who looks like she's blinded. And um, I'll look at Charlie and say, are you okay? Do we need to go? Um, Charlie's looking for the family. She's looking for the family. Okay. Yeah, the, the daughters specifically. Okay, roll me um, a perception check at disadvantage. Oh, eight. Eight. Okay. Um, you do see that a lot of the people who were closer um, to the, the, the source of that light, um, they're having more trouble. A lot of people are sort of um, clutching their, their faces and a lot of people are sort of walking around clinging to their their loved ones trying to get away um you can see that there are a few people helping down there who who Mm -hmm. didn't get affected by this blast of light um and you see a young woman but you're not who who is helping but you're not sure if it's the person you're looking for um does anybody um up front look like they need immediate assistance um, roll another perception check since okay. you're looking for something different. Ten. Uh, this one, this one can be this one can be normal because oh, you're sort normal. of getting so your, sixteen. So sixteen is good. Uh, you, <laughs> I mean, you can see that the executioner is probably the worst off, but that in terms of people near you, uh, you recognize that Mima is having trouble, um, and you see that there is one person who is just sort of sitting. Their face looks looks terrified. They're holding their hands out in front of them, but they don't seem to have anybody with them. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell Tam, Tam, get my Mima out of here. And she's going to run over to the person sitting um, and uh, grab their hand and, and say, come on, you can't be sitting down here. It's too dangerous. You're going to get trampled. Okay. Yeah. She'll be their guide out um, through the crowd if possible. Okay, yeah. Um, this is this person is sort of a middle-aged man. Um, let me let me get him an NPC name. Um, <laughs> side note: uh, people who have contributed NPC names, we have a lot of names for men, and I would love more names for female characters or yeah. um, non-binary characters. So, um, if you have ideas, please contribute that. It's sort it's sort of a middle aged man, um, and he grabs your hand and is like, "Thank you, thank you so much." What's your name? Uh, it's Charlie. Uh, okay, thank you. My my name is my name is Jamie. Can you can you get me out of here? So yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just roll. Just, uh, how do you how do you want to move through the crowd? I am just going to make sure both of his hands are like on my head or my shoulder, whichever one's easy for him to reach. Okay. And I'm going to hold on to his hands and I'm just trying to just walk with the flow or I, I'm afraid if I try to squeeze through people, I'm going to lose them and I don't want to do that. Okay. So would you picture it more like trying to scope out a safe place to be 
or uh, just sort of trying to blend blend in and and move with the scoping. Folk. Scoping. Okay, so roll uh, a perception check again. <laughs> uh, six. A six. Okay. Um, you aren't doing great. You're getting sort of pushed around a lot, um, mm-hmm. but you can tell that this this man Jamie would be much worse off if you weren't helping uh, and you're sort of sort of going along in the river of people it's a little scattered every so often you get pushed hard enough that you lose your footing um, but the two of you help each other um, but you are completely separated from the rest of your friends at this point um, I'll move back to them so Pam hey uh, how, do you, how do you help your your crew through okay um I'm going to keep one hand on Mima's shoulder and use the other one to, as gently as I can, push through the crowd um, while still sort of rolling with them. I just want to see if I could make more progress than without stampeding anybody. Okay, yeah. Make me a strength check. Uh, 19. Okay, yeah. You're going to do exactly what you want. You sort of carve a path. Um, and you make it out to the area with all the shops pretty quickly. Um, and you can see that sort of in your wake, there is practically an orderly line following as people sort of <laughs> moosh their way into the path <laughs> that okay. you're carving. Tam um, did it. <laughs> yeah. She solved the problem. Um, you, you didn't solve the problem, but you did make things <laughs> a lot better for this this particular area. Okay. Then once we're out of the main press, I'm going to try to pull off to one side and keep my eyes peeled for Charlie. Okay, roll a perception check. You can either have advantage on it or Gronk can roll her own because she'll be looking out too, I assume. Yeah, Gronk can roll her own. That's fine. Okay. Oh, I got a six perception. I got a 19. (laughs) 20. 20, yeah. Okay. uh, Yeah, you do... it's probably like 10 minutes, but you do see sort of stumbling out of a different area. You see Charlie um, and she's looking around and having trouble and getting pushed about. Charlie, hello. And I just kind of like points <laughs> like <laughs> onward. Charlie, roll, roll me another perception check. Okay. 11. Yeah, uh, with with that eleven, you've just managed to hear Gronk say, "Charlie, hello." Um, but you have a big crowd that you have to make your way through to get over there. Basically, you'd be cutting across the flow of traffic to do it. Do you want to do that? Um, yeah, I'll try it okay. at least and um, see what happens. Do you want to try and slip between people, or do you want to try and muscle your way? I'm screwed either way. <laughs> I'm not dexterous or strong, but I can try either one. If you have something else you want to do, if you have some sort of magic that you want to use Mm. to try and create a distraction or something like that, that could work. Um, I think using magic right now is a very bad idea. Okay. Um, Considering magic was just used to help, maybe magic was used to help get away. Um, I don't want to frighten the crowd, so I will try and slip through people. Do I still have Jamie with me? Yeah, you do. Um, You you two have helped each other up. A lot, and at this point, Jamie is like, "I think that I'm, I think that I'm good," um, and he's a little taller than you, so he's going to help. You can, you can do this uh, if you're muscling. You can do your strength with advantage. 
I'm going to do that. Oh, uh, thanks. 16. Great. Yeah. Uh, so with Jamie's help, as his vision clears, you move over to the rest of your friends. And you've sort of managed to wedge your way into a little alcove at the side of a, an abandoned food cart. <laughs> Is a food in it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I'm not still food yet. in a food cart. Yeah, but Meemaw oh, might. Okay. <laughs> Meemaw's currently blind right it. now. Oh, right. Uh, Mima, your, oh. your vision's starting to clear, too. Um, you have, like, a throbbing headache, but you're you're starting to, to see more, more, much more clearly at this point. <clears throat> cool. Ladies, I think it's probably safest if we stay put until the crowd disperses. I think that's a good idea. Where is my granddaughter? I'm here, Mima. Okay. And then I'm going to introduce Jamie to my friends. <laughs> this is Jamie. He helped me get across the crowd. <laughs> He he sort of blushes and rubs the back of his neck because uh, he's embarrassed that he needed help from such a, a tiny little woman. <laughs> um, uh, and he says, I'm very grateful for your help. And he like holds his hand out to shake everybody's hand. Oh, we'll shake his hand. That sounds good. Hello. He's sort of taken aback by you and he says, hello, what's your name? I am Gronk. <laughs> that's a that's a very fascinating name and you Thank can see you. that he's like eyeing your wig and he's are you is this rude are you are you a goblin i've never seen a it a is goblin like <laughs> no i'm just kidding that was a joke <laughs> <laughs> yes i am a goblin that's interesting i've never seen a goblin that looked quite like you before thank you i think <laughs> yeah great do you have, do you know, uh, it's a big city. Do you have a way back home? Oh, yeah. Uh, now that I can see again, I should, I should be fine, he says. Okay. Um, and he sort of looks around and is like, I think I'll hang with you ladies for a few minutes until I can make my way out. But yeah, I'm, I'm good. That's fine. Um, what's our level of Magitech here? Are we expecting a announcement sometime soon? I like, um, like, should we expect a, a big booming voice from the sky when the citizens uh, sort of way or what? I think, yeah, uh, not sort of across the city, but within the stadium. You have been hearing um, mostly up to now, it's just been guards trying to direct people, not with booming voices, just trying to get shit under control. Mm -hmm. But around this time, somebody has made their way up to like the little box where they have the organ or whatever <laughs> in a baseball game uh, and is making an announcement um, saying like, everyone proceed calmly, uh, keep to the right, blah, blah, blah. Um, and they basically say they don't know what has happened, but the guard is taking care of it um, and proceed with your day as normal. That's, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. <laughs> That's super interesting. Okay. Okay, Charlie, I would like you to make a religion check. Okay. If anybody else is proficient in religion, then you can do it too. Twelve. With a thirteen, you're thinking back to that light that you saw. You're thinking back to that light that you saw, and now, now that you think of it, you are like that. That was a whole, that was radiant light. That was a holy vengeance kind of feeling to it. 
God lifted her into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that you would you would go that far with it, but you you think that maybe the person helping her, or you think that whatever happened was because of a cleric, or because of a paladin, or because of perhaps the gods. You don't know. Uh, Sarah thinks paladin because vengeance thing is a paladin. Mm-hmm. It feels like a paladin thing, but I don't know if Charlie would know that or not. I think, yeah, I think it's a pretty, uh, considering soci- her, her close cousin is a paladin. Yeah. Her cousin is a paladin. And I think that it's sort of an adventurer friendly society that I have built. So like there would be a little bit of metagamey stuff happening. So Charlie probably feels the same as you. Okay. She's just not going to quite say anything. Everything that has happened is a little bit, um, I don't want to say disturbing, but pretty, <laughs> pretty disturbing. Pretty yeah. Disturbing it's, day. Yeah. She's, she's a little freaked out about everything. All the events that has just happened. Okay. Um, okay. I had promised to go help tear down the festival grounds today. Okay. Um, so once the girls are calm and we can easily escape the Coliseum area, I'm going to head back over towards the fairgrounds. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm going to say that particularly after the announcements happen where the guards are saying everything's under control, people calm down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you see sort of a mix of people who are actually calmed by the announcement and people who are like, ugh, this again. Um, but (laughs) yeah, it sort of settles down after that and probably about 10 minutes pass. Um, but I would like everyone to make a perception check. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. I got a 16. I got a 19, which is a natural 20. (laughs) Again, nice. (laughs) Um, Uh, 17. Okay, you all did really great. Um, so the crowd is pretty much clearing out you have sort of the level of traffic that you'd normally would after a sporting event at this point like if you were to have sat in your seat at the end of a football game until the crowd mostly cleared before you headed to your car Um, and you all see guards heading strangely straight oh shit you. <laughs> uh what's wrong gronk, gronk what you see is these aren't actually guards Uh-oh. Their, their uniforms are close enough that unless you were really paying attention you would just assume they're guards but these are fake uniforms they're the same color and it's the same basic type of armor but they don't have the insignias right and they don't have the right helmet and stuff like that uh these Kronk aren't is going to guards. immediately point that Mima out has to leave now <laughs> Mima's gonna start toddling off <laughs> so i think we all have to leave now <laughs> so gronk is pointing at these guards and Mima is <laughs> getting ready to bolt uh, when from the opposite direction, Mima, I need you to make Mima, I need you to make a wisdom save. Oh, tits! <laughs> five. Oh, five. Oh no, uh, Mima. Mima, you are spry. You're about to bolt, and then you feel your body just freeze up. <laughs> oh no! 
I didn't do it. <laughs> Wait, can I talk? You can't talk. <laughs> You're just frozen there. Um, but what you can see is there is a um, an elf or possibly a half-elf in robes standing nearby, and they're looking at you and smiling. And I think that's where we're going to end the episode. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> oh, shit. Thank you for listening to Roll Like a Girl. To get in touch with us, the best place is on Twitter at Roll Like a Girl or by joining our Discord server. If you enjoy our show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Or if you want to support us but can't swing a monthly payment, which is understandable, we have a merch store. Links for everything I just mentioned are in the show notes. We hope to see you again next week for more shenanigans.